Praise the Lord. We welcome you to our live broadcast this Sunday, October 3, 2021. Shall we pray? In Jesus' name we pray. Our Father and our God, we thank you for your protective shield over us this last week. We acknowledge you as our God. And you are the only God. The one who is the Father of the Lord Jesus Christ. Your Son who died for all humanity on the cross. That whosoever believeth shall inherit eternal life. Father, communicate this message today to your hearers. And use it, Lord, to deliver many. Break the yokes, break the bondages with this message, Lord. Cause a new awakening in the hearts of your children. Blessings, glory and honor all yours, O Lord, my God. As we invite the Holy Spirit to take control. And we plead the blood of Jesus Christ upon this gathering, wherever this broadcast is being heard or watched or listened to. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. We have some technical difficulty. Just a moment. Sorry about that. Our instrumental is taken today from our brother Calibrasi. We pray for God to continue to bless him and his family. Today's topic only God takes us to our destination. The outline, introduction. Number two, physical death is the destiny of all humanity, both saint and sinner. Three, eternal death is the destiny of all unbelievers, no exception. Four, eternal life is the destiny of all obedient believers in Christ. Five, destiny helpers doctrine is another gospel. We shall demonstrate why it's a false gospel. Six, believers don't need destiny helpers. They have God. Praise the Lord. Introduction. Any teaching that causes people not to see their need of Jesus Christ as their Savior and Lord, and which does not command obedience to him alone is not biblical. There is only one Savior and only one Lord, Jesus Christ, Son of God. God's Word, which we call the Scriptures, is unchangeable. Nothing should contradict it. Nothing should add to it. 
Nothing shall subtract to it. Praise the Lord. And whoever teaches and practices anything outside the scriptures is a false teacher. Teachings about destiny help us. And the need for believers to pray to locate their destiny helpers have gained intensity in the last few years. The disquiet that I heard in my heart when I first had it um, increased, when I read the justifications for believers' need of destiny helpers. Let me make this point. Please pay attention. The devil knows that he has no power over an obedient child of God. In the same manner the devil knew he had no power over Adam and Eve before the fall. So what does he do? He has to make the other to sin and where that fails, he goes to the next level. Satan's business is always, has always been to put a wedge between God and his obedient children. Satan and his cohorts, that means all evil spirits and demons, will do everything to get to obedient children of God to sin against God because then they put a way between the child of God and God. And disobedience is sin. But when Satan and his demons fail to ensnare a child of God, has tried everything to get you to sin and you refuse, they change tactics. They use deception. That means they... They present something as if it is true, but in truth, it is not. It's like an apple or the orange you're eating, or you see it, it looks so nice on the outside, but inside is all rotten. And they have willing tools in apostate Christianity. Any denomination, any group that preaches what is contrary to the scriptures is apostate. So that will include all those denominations that have taken the place of Christ. Including buildings you call churches. Apostate evangelicalism and apostate Pentecostalism. All the apostate groups I've just mentioned have one thing in common. Actually, they have a few things in common. Three things, I'm going to enumerate them. Number one, they have inserted themselves and their organizations as intermediaries between their followers and God. In some denominations, you have to meet somebody, confess your sin, and the person will now give you absolution so that you are forgiven. You have to agree that person is playing God. Two, apostate denominations don't teach the exclusiveness of believers' relationship with God. Meaning, your relationship is exclusive to you and God. Mine is exclusive to me and God. Which means, you and I have direct access to God. They don't teach that. They don't teach that God wants to have fellowship with you and I. In our closest with Him. Wherever we are with him, he wants to relate with us father, son, father, daughter. They don't teach that, no. Because if they did that, you wouldn't be running to them for one thing or the other. Then they wouldn't hold you captive. So they incite themselves between you and God. 
When you have a dream, you run to them for interpretation. Number three, their doctrines, most of them are designed to make their followers. See them, I've just said that already, as the bridge between them and God. That's how you know apostate denominations. For avoidance of doubt, let me say that anybody, whether church, organization, or pastor, that acts as intermediary between a believer and God is an enemy of the gospel. Such persons are enemies of their own followers. They hate them. They are not only denying their followers the right to hear directly from God, to communicate to their Father in heaven, they are leading them to eternal death. The Lord Jesus Christ purchased the exclusive relationship between believers and God. Only he purchased it, not anybody else. Christ died for his followers to give them a golden relationship with God. The significance of the veil in the temple separating the holy and the, from the most holy being torn into two is that whoever surrenders her life to the Lord Jesus Christ has direct and unhindered access to God via the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ shed on the cross for you and I for the remission of sins. Let's go to the next item. Physical death is the destiny of all humanity. Sent sinner. Everybody will die. Physical death, the next slide please. I've taken this from uh, MiriamWebster.com It says, Destiny is a predetermined cause of events, often held to be an irresistible power or agency. That's how the world sees it. They also said, Destiny is a power that is believed to control what happens in the future. So we now say, Ascribe God. Thought, Destiny is what happens in the future. The things that someone or something will experience in the future. That's why people sometimes go to fortune tellers. The definitions I've taken from Miriam Webster Online Dictionary is the way the world defines destiny. It's not what I agree with. But that's the way. But let's continue. But for believers in Christ, only God has the ultimate power. No human or spirit has the power to control future events. Nobody. Spirits and humans can start an event. You know, some people have started wars, but they never see the end of it, right? They thought by starting the war, they will, they will be victorious. But only God knows the ending. And he can choose to alter it any time he chooses. That is why nobody, spirit or human, can control future events. So stop believing those fortune tellers. First scripture, please read. I read from Ecclesiastes chapter 7 verse 2. It is better to go to a house of mourning than to go to a house of feasting. For death is the destiny of everyone. The living should take this to heart. Praise the Lord. Scripture is self-explanatory. Death is the destiny of everyone. And those who are alive, when you visit those who are mourning, see that corpse. Remember one day you'll be that person. Physical death is the destiny of every human being. That curse was set in motion when our first parents, Adam and Eve, sinned and brought death into the world. The only ones we know from the Bible who escaped it. There may have been others, but from the Bible, Enoch and Elijah, because God determined so. Always remember, it's God that determines it. 
Others will escape it also. At the rapture. Before the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. He's going to carry his own. Praise the Lord. Best scripture please. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verses 1 to 3. So I reflected on all this and concluded that the righteous and the wise and what they do are in God's hands. But no one knows whether love or hate awaits them. All share a common destiny. The righteous and the wicked, the good and the bad, the clean and the unclean, those who offer sacrifices and those who do not. As it is with the good, so with the sinful. As it is with those who take oaths, so with those who are afraid to take them. This is the evil in everything that happens under the sun. The same destiny overtakes all. Continue. The hearts of people, moreover, are full of evil, and there is madness in their hearts while they live. And afterward, they join the dead. Praise the Lord. Death, the same destiny, overtakes all. Next item. Eternal death is the destiny of unbelievers. Please distinguish what we are, you are going to hear now. The physical death is when this body goes. But there's an eternal death waiting for those who refuse to accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. They have one destiny. Scripture, please. John chapter 3, verses 16 to 18. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe stands condemned already because they have not believed in the name of God's one and only Son. Next scripture, please. Romans chapter 6, verse 23. For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. Praise the Lord. Apart from the physical death, which is really nothing when you compare it to this more terrifying death, which is the death of the life, that was deposited in you and I when we were born. There's a more terrifying death for the souls that refused, who rejected the sacrifice of God's Son. There'll be eternal death for all unbelievers. Their souls will be cast into the lake of fire to suffer eternally, meaning forever. Picture that and run and flee to the cross. Praise the Lord. Number four. Next slide. Eternal life is the destiny of obedient believers. Remember, I didn't say eternal life is for believers. I say it's the destiny of obedient believers. It's not just believing. You have to show your obedience. You have to show you are believing with your obedience. Praise the Lord. Let's scripture, please. Hebrews chapter 9, verses 27 and 28. Just as people are destined to die once, and after that to face judgment. So Christ was sacrificed once to take away the sins of many. And he will appear a second time, not to bear sin, but to bring salvation to those who are waiting for him. Praise the Lord. All who believe and are obedient, he is coming for you. If you die before he comes, you are already going to be with him before he comes. Next scripture, please. Romans chapter 6, verse 22. But now you are free from the power of sin and have become slaves of God. Now you do those things that lead to holiness and result in eternal life. Praise the Lord. If you're a slave of God, what does a slave mean? A slave means you obey your master's bidding. That's why he used this metaphor. We're slaves of God. Quit means 
If you're a child of God and you're not obeying God, you are no longer a slave of God, you have rebelled. That's why this eternal life is only for those who continue doing good. Those are the ones he's going to reward and say, Come in, my faithful servant, into that which has been prepared for you, which is eternal life in him. Praise the Lord. Let's go to the next item. Destiny helpers doctrine is another gospel. Please read the scripture. Galatians chapter 1, verses 8 and 9. But even if we, or an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel to you than what we have preached to you, let him be accursed. As we have said before, so now I say again, if anyone preaches any other gospel to you than what you have received, let him be accursed. Praise the Lord. Brother Paul is telling us here, anyone preaching anything contrary to the scriptures is accursed. And those listening, if they don't repent, will also follow such people into damnation. We don't say these things very lightly. We are led to warn the world. We are there to warn you because after death there is no more repentance. There is no more understanding that, okay, I've understood now, I cannot make change. No, there are no changes in death. So if you love anybody, tell them the truth and I love you all. Praise the Lord. Some worldly prosperity teachers teach that God has positioned destiny helpers for believers. That's the current teaching. Therefore, their followers should ask God to locate their destiny helpers and direct them their way. Can you beat that? Can you beat that? They assert these worldly prosperity teachers, whom I have always told you are false teachers, assert that when believers are surrounded by many destiny helpers, things become so easy to achieve. And that what they have been pursuing for many years could be achieved in a second, you know, like your Instagram, right? And immediately you get it. All you have to do is just ask God and God will send it. Remember the genie in Aladdin's lamp, right? You press it and the genie will come and you say, do this. That is how wicked this doctrine is. Lord, forgive all of us. They use examples of how God use other human beings to help biblical figures like Abraham, Jacob, Joseph, Moses, etc. to justify this false doctrine. But what they don't tell their followers is that those biblical figures never prayed for destiny helpers. They never prayed that God should send human beings their way to help them in their work with God. They never ask God to reveal to them beforehand the human beings is going to use to help them. They relied on God and his promises, which is what biblical faith, not the worldly faith prosperity teachers they talk about. Worldly biblical faith is relying on God and his promises. Where were the destiny helpers for those saints of old? Who were being burnt at the stake? Where were the destiny helpers? Why didn't they rescue them from the, from, from the lions in the, in the Roman Coliseum? Why? Because, you see, oh God, forgive us. Like many other false doctrines of worldly prosperity teachers, the destiny helpers doctrine was invented to draw large crowds to those buildings called churches. Nothing more. To attract. They deceive because they want to fill their coffers. Sadly, followers of false pastors, 
general overseers and teachers, go home after hearing such messages and begin to ask God to show them their destiny helpers and to create more for them. That's create more, more, more so that their problems can be solved very quickly. Time they could have used to read the word of God and build a relationship with God is spent foolishly. It could have been understandable. Had these worldly prosperity preachers promoted and taught this doctrine, plus they were promoting by asking people to pray for destiny helpers who will help them grow spiritually. Remember, it's never for spiritual growth. Even though that would be wrong teaching, I would still say it's wrong teaching. At least one could say their hearts are in the right place, even though their theology is faulty. But there's not. They know what they're doing. That's not the intent of the false teachers and pastors and generalizers and denominations. They teach and encourage their followers to pray for human beings who help them to get what? Rich. Underline all the messages everyone's talking is how to become rich, how to get wealth, how to create wealth. Nothing more. All ends here. He never talks about there. That human beings used by God can be called destiny helpers is heretical. God can use anybody to help you. And God doesn't have to because he's here to help you. He can call a stone to help anybody, to do anything. What are we talking about? So whoever teaches that is another gospel. And he or she must repent if they hear this message. How sad that pastors and Jews don't encourage their followers to read the Bible on their own. And develop intimate relationship with God. Whoever loves you must tell you that. You'll never hear us from this place telling you bring your problems. We will never. You must go to the scriptures and go to God in prayers. He will guide you because only He is your help. Your pastor should be telling you, go and read and study. When if you encounter some difficulties, go to God in prayer. If you are still not satisfied, then bring it to us. Let us pray together and see whether we can understand everything that is there. And this Holy Spirit, who is the author of the Word of God, will reveal to you, to that group, to manage that problem, how it can be solved. No, they have taken the place of God. Because they are little gods. Supposedly, if you are hearing my voice or watching, you might have embraced this false teaching out of ignorance. So I plead with you today to stop using that term, destiny helpers. And believing that human beings can be your God. Because the moment you talk of destiny helper, you are saying somebody is your God. That's what the term destiny helper really means at the end of the day. You are looking for gods to help you on your journey. Please take this broadcast to your pastors, to your church denominations, to your church leaders. If you're there, I want you to do that. Hear them explain why they teach the, about destiny helpers. Then go to the Bible and see who is speaking according to God's word. If you are still confused, go to God in prayers. He will clear everything for you because he wants to clear everything for you. He wants you to grow. And when you have known the truth and are set free, don't keep the knowledge to yourself. Shout the truth from the rooftops. That knowledge is not given to you to hide 
Remember what happens when you hide the truth. We shall go to the next item. Believers don't need destiny helpers because they have God. There's no such as destiny helper. God is your help. God is your hope. God is your guide. Let's read your please. John chapter 14, verses 16 and 17. Verse 14. And I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper that he may abide with you forever. The spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. Praise the Lord. And we pray the Father, God, he'll give you who? Another helper. The Holy Spirit, the helper. The advocate. See it? Father is helping. Son is helping. Holy Spirit is helping. Next scripture, please. John chapter 14, verse 26. But the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. Praise the Lord. The helper, another helper, the Holy Spirit, whom Father will send, the triune God, helping you and I to run the race so that we will not miss eternal life. Next scripture, please. Hebrews chapter 13, verses 5 and 6. Let your conduct be without covetousness. Be content with such things as you have. For he himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? Praise the Lord. Hear me out. Let your conduct be without covetousness. If you're a pastor and all you're doing is coveting what your congregation, be warned. The Bible says be content with something as you are. If God has called you, then he will guide you. For himself said, said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Stop preaching things that are totally against God and his word. Because verse 6 says, the Lord is my helper. The Lord is the helper of those who are following you, not you. You are not helping anybody. You are doing what your master asks you to do. The Lord is my helper. The Lord is the helper of your followers, not you. Praise the Lord. Amen. Next scripture, please. Proverbs chapter 19, verse 21. You can make many plants, but the Lord's purpose will prevail. Praise the Lord. Anyone can, you can make all the plants in the world, but at the end of the day, only what God determines will be the outcome will come. That's all. It's as simple as that. Next scripture, please. Proverbs chapter 20, verse 24. The Lord directs our steps, so why try to understand everything along the way? Praise the Lord. Those who are saying pray so that God will show the destiny helper. The question is, whoever God wants to use on my journey, I don't, why should I know? It's not important. Maybe after the fact you may say, okay, so the Lord brought that one on my, my way. But it doesn't mean anything. All you are going to do is still thank God because it's God who has brought that. And God, so please, can we stop? The Lord directs our steps, not human beings. Stop. Doing what he has not asked you to do. Next scripture, please. Psalm 30, verses 10 and 11. Hear, O Lord, and have mercy on me. Lord, be my helper. You have turned for me my mourning into dancing. You have put off my sackcloth and clothed me with gladness. Praise the Lord. All we have to do today is cry out to God, hear, O God. Have mercy, forgive us. Be our helper. 
Because that's all. When God is your helper, then the matter is over. Next scripture, please. Romans chapter 8, verse 27. And he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the Spirit. Because the Spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance with the will of God. Praise the Lord. Only the Holy Spirit knows what you need. And we'll continue to intercede for you. I'll continue to lead and guide you. All he wants is what your obedience to God. Praise the Lord. Next scripture, please. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. Now all glory to God who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. Praise the Lord. We have brought the scriptures to show you that there's only one helper you need, God. And when God is in control, because you've allowed him, the only reason God will not guide your life is because you rejected him. But if you have believed and you're obedient, of course he's in control. Yield in control at all times and see if he will not open your eyes to see and to guide you. If you are watching this broadcast, you are not my destiny helper. Tell that to everybody too. Repeat after me wherever you are. You are not my destiny helper and I am not your destiny helper. No human being can be destiny helper to anyone. Only God helps his children. Only God sustains humanity with his word. No entity can be your destiny helper, spirit of human being. It is wrong theology. It is wrong biblical exegesis. No matter how worldly prosperity teachers dice and slice verses of scripture. Whoever sees another human being as a destiny helper, rejects the lordship of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. God is the only one that can help you, dear brothers and sisters, on your journey to eternal life. Nobody else. He has sent the help of the Holy Spirit to guide you and I on our journey to eternal life. Don't waste that opportunity. Don't follow these men and women of the belly who are there just to fleece you of your hard-earned money. Those who fail to have a personal relationship with them, that's if you fail to have a personal relationship with our Lord and Savior. You cannot see the oasis that God has prepared for you, even in the midst of scarcity. Yes, you can't because you have no relationship. But there's something around you that God has prepared for you to help you on your journey. Because you are looking at fellow human beings to be the one to lead you. No, just surrender all and be obedient. And God will guide your steps. When you are not relying on God, God will help us to see the skills and talents he has given us. He will help us to develop them. Such skills will help you if you are a mother or a father to put food on the table for your children. Even though we are pilgrims on earth, he still wants us to feed. He wants us to do the needful for our families. But you have to rely on him first. Then he will develop the talents or show you the talents you have and help you develop those skills that you will use to bring food to feed your family. Praise the Lord. The destiny of God's children is not riches and worldly prosperity. It is eternal life. I want to repeat that. The destiny of God's children is not riches and worldly prosperity. It is eternal life. Those who preach contrary message are not children of God. They are deceivers. 
They are wicked. They are evil. Their time is up. Because they are leading God's people into what? Eternal death. Whether rich or poor is not important in inheriting eternal life. Some will be rich, some will be poor. It doesn't matter. It is not the purpose of the gospel to make you and I rich or poor. The gospel is to enable us to run the race and inherit eternal life. Anything to the contrary is for the pits of hell. And the Lord will require an account from anyone that teaches contrarily. And I encourage you to read your Bibles. When you do, you find out that these truths are so self-evident. You ask yourself, how come they have been deceiving me all these years? Praise the Lord. We are going to sing a song. Jesus, what a friend for sinners. Only Jesus is a friend for those who have not believed and for the sense of God. Jesus, what a friend for sinners. Jesus is the love of our soul. Friends will fail you and I, I can tell you that. And there will be many enemies that will continue to pursue us. But he, my Savior, he, your Savior, makes you whole. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah, what a Savior. Hallelujah, what a friend that Jesus is to you and I. He's there for you, serving, helping, keeping, loving us. He'll be with us till the very end. He never leaves us. He never forsakes us. Just embrace him. Jesus, what a strength in weakness. Let us hide ourselves in him, my brothers and sisters. Though tempted, tried, and often we fail, we fail. But he is our strength. And when we rely on him, victories are assured. Hallelujah. What a savior, my father, my God. Hallelujah. What a friend. Saving us. Helping us. Keeping us. Loving us. And has promised to be with us in the end of the age. Thank you, Jesus. And you mourning. Jesus, what a help in sorrow. When the billows, whether system, whether human, it doesn't matter, roll over me. When my heart is breaking, Jesus is our comfort. He helps our soul. Whatever your circumstances today, Jesus is your comfort. Hallelujah. What a friend. What a savior. Who saves us, helps us, keeps us, loves us, no matter what our weaknesses. With a promise that he will be with us to the end. If you're not a believer, receive him now. Receive him now that his blessings will be upon you. Receive him now. Because he will grant you forgiveness. As I'm his and his mine, so he'll be yours. If you're not a believer, fall on your feet and receive Jesus. Hallelujah, what a savior. What a friend for sinners. Saving, helping, keeping, loving, with a promise to be with us to the very end. Saving and helping, keeping, loving, with us to the very end. 
Thank you, Jesus. Shall we pray? In Jesus' name we pray. Our Father and our God. I have given your words to all of us. May your will be done in our lives. May we never look aside or behind. May we continue to look unto Jesus, your son, daughter and finish off our faith. Who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross and is at your right hand. Seated in the heavenly places. He has given us that assurance also to seek with him. Help us, Lord Jehovah. Let this world go forth and break the yokes. Open eyes. Yes. That we will stop looking at things that are going to be destroyed. And look up. And have a direct relationship with your God. Father, you know some have refused. They continue to teach those wicked doctrines. Not because they don't know the truth. But because they want to use it to continue to steal from your people. Father, is it not time to stop them? For the sake of your people that are leading to Christless eternity. Leading them to eternal death, O oh Lord. Is it not time, Lord? Cause an uproar in those places. Let the winds blow and blow them out. If they continue to persist in being evil and wicked. Taking many away from you. For the sake of your children, Lord, break the yoke of bondage have on your people. Open the eyes of your children. Open their hearts to see. And for as many as we are, eyes are open, Lord, empower them to also continue this message. Because there are so many. The harvest is indeed plentiful, but very few are willing to stand up and speak the truth in love. We have to speak the truth in love, yes. But we have to also speak the truth because the truth is hard. It hurts. But we have no choice. Many are hard of hearing, Lord, because they are drawn by the things in the world and they have become whom they believe. Father, help them, deliver them and help all of us, Lord, to continue to run this race in the prescribed manner. Holy Spirit, help us. Lord Jesus, we thank you for dying for us on the cross. Father God, for sending Jesus the praise and glory all yours. Lead us this week, Lord. And bless our homes. Let the peace reign. The peace that surpasses our understanding. Let it be ours this week, O oh God. And those who are facing difficulties, Lord, open their eyes to see a way out. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Praise the Lord. I will see you all by His grace next week. Please read your Bibles. Daring is where you have a victory. Praise the Lord.